right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Third time's a charm, baby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean. The Irishman King. What's up, everybody? Sean, I cannot physically get any closer to this microphone. I, I think you're too close. Yeah, I think I am too. I should probably <laughs> back up. This is weird. It's weird. ASMR. All right. <laughs> What's going on, man? Nothing much. What's going on with you? Nothing much, man. We're back, baby. We are back. Woo. This is the first. I know we posted two episodes. The first episode we've actually done in a little bit. Yeah, true. It's been, what, like a month or two, maybe? I <laughs> think it's been longer, Nick. Has it been longer than that? Since we've recorded something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't recorded something since uh, Shazam. When did Shazam come out? March. And it, we saw like two weeks after, right? Yeah, we saw Shazam late and then we didn't record. Shazam. No, no, no. no. Oh, right. Because we. Oh. It's the Marvel episodes before that. Right. Shazam Fear of the Gods release date. It was, yeah, March 17th. Yeah. God damn. It's been since March. Yeah, that's wild. And it's August. And it's August. We got to get our you shit know what? together. The summer happened. The summer did happen. A lot of good things. A lot of good things. And uh, we're back at it now. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> life. Unfortunately, we are not yep. full-time content creators. Uh, so we got real jobs. And I'm not even going to say that's That sounded douchey. Not. Yeah, I mean, we have. We had the jobs when we recorded this last episode. Yeah, we have nine <laughs> to five jobs. Um, not to say that content creation isn't a real job. Because I love to be doing this full-time instead of fucking working for the man. <laughs> but you know bills and shit right yep yep bills and shit so that happens uh but yeah, hey man it's, it's always good to be back talking yeah. to you even though i talk to you at least once a week but i know this is a different yeah. this is a we different still got feel, together though. even though we didn't record yeah yeah we still got together <laughs> on schedule like we were going to record and then it just didn't happen and then it just didn't happen because yep. you know life life yep <laughs> But we're back, baby. We're back. We're here. We're doing it. Yeah, and we got some catching up to do, man. Yep. So we are, we are, this is the this is the close calls catch up. That's what we're calling it. Close calls catch up. Yep. We love our C's over here, man. <laughs> so whenever we can do that. Uh, what is it called? Um, when words have similar beginning sounds. Oh, blanking. I know what it is. It is a um fuck what is it when words have similar sounds words beginnings. have similar sounds this is like we're we giving people like the like you know learn something new every day kind yeah. of thing going on right now that's not the word i was looking for huh Words have similar. It says homophone, but that's not the word I was looking for. Words have similar beginning sounds. Yeah, there we go. Let's see. Alliteration. Alliteration. That's, that's the fucking one I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love those over here, man. They're fun. They're fun. So close calls catch up, man. So close calls catch um, up. It kind of started with the last two episodes we posted. True, 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 true. So we did the. Um, 
we posted, uh, we talked about Marvel, and if we felt like it was what living up to par, what what did we? Yeah, we were we, talking we, about we uh, it? if it's lost magic. There we the go. We were that's that's it. the way we're yep. phrasing it. If Marvel has so lost now we've seen magic. some movies. We have seen some movies so. because when we recorded that, we had just seen Ant Man, right? That was the last one we had saw. I believe so. I believe that yeah. was the last one. So we were wondering if they had lost his magic. I can't remember what came out last. Was it Ant-Man or Wakanda Forever? It was Ant-Man. Okay. Ant-Man came out after Wakanda Forever. Um, so yeah, we were talking about that. And then we did our Shazam Fury of the Gods, which we just talked about uh, review. And we saw two other movies that we haven't recorded reviews for yet. Three. Three? We saw three movies? We saw three movies. We got with the next... The next, this episode and the next two episodes already decide for us because we've seen movies. We've seen three? Three movies. Oh, shit. I keep forgetting about the one because it's so fucking forgettable. But we'll get to that. <laughs> I swear. I, every time you say it, I'm I like... I think that movie was a lot, but forgettable is not the way I describe it. Yeah. Uh, we'll save that for the other episode. Yeah, that's true. But we're starting. We're starting with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Guardians of the Galaxy. I guess to give you guys a heads up. So we're going to be doing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. The next episode is going to be Into the Spider-Verse. And then we're going to be... No, I'm sorry. Across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse. And then we're going to be doing the Flash review. Yep. So those are going to be... saying the Flash was forgettable? Yeah. Yeah. Forgettable. How many movies have you seen had so many Batmans before? I don't know. You call them that forgettable? Yeah. Did you expect... I I didn't. Spoiler alert. Maybe we should cut that out. Yeah. (laughs) People are going to be real pissed at you, man. Maybe I was making it up. I mean, listen, we give spoilers. I guess people should know that by now, right? Yeah, Maybe. we should cut that scene out. You think We're so? We're going to cut that out. We're going to cut that out? Oh. Should we leave this part in about cutting about out what that we part? Cut out yeah. yeah, I think we should. Should we do that? Nice. We should All cut right. out what I said, but then let the rest of this be in there. But so people know that they're missing something, but yeah. just leave them to wonder what they're missing. Yep. Nice. I think I might just bleep you out, just or just blank out, just that one part. Like I won't be, it won't be a cut. You know what I mean? Like I won't cut it out. I'll just like blank out that part or beep it out or something like that, and just leave people. Leave it to the wonder. So I'll say the expect part. Like, did you expect? And you bleep just bleep out the rest of it. Yeah. So I just leave everybody's imaginations that go crazy. Yep. All right. For people who haven't seen the movie. All right. That sounds like fun, doesn't it? It does. Sounds like I like it. Let's do that. Sounds like a good time. I'm trying to think if there's any any news. What, so as we're recording this, the, I think the next movie is Blue Beetle. Yes. It's got some trailers. It looks looks good. Doesn't. Uh, yeah. I mean, I. I almost feel like the the guy that cast is perfect, and it would have been perfect if they got him like when he started uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah. Like that age, him I think would have done this role even better. Mm. To me, he looks a little old right now. I'm trying to like, is he supposed to be a? a high school kid because to me it looks like he's easily in college like he's too old to look like a high school kid i think he's an older high school kid like a junior or senior yeah which is you know yeah he looks like he's in his 20s now i think he is actually in his 20s that's that's the thing he's not fooling me into thinking he's a did you look like that in high school i didn't look like Um, that in high school no i mean i i had a lot of facial hair in high school so yeah kind (laughs) of it's just different different folks i guess uh, right. I wouldn't say a lot. I had a decent amount of facial hair in high school, and I definitely looked older than I was. High yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I can say that. Were you that kid that everybody looked at you and they were like, you look like you're 42? No, I wasn't that. No, <laughs> not quite that, that old. More like when you, I was a those... sophomore, people thought like, oh, you look like you could be a freshman in college. Did you have any kids in your high school that like already were like bald? No. I did. Did you really? Yeah. The only and I felt bad for him because you do that shit. Like if you saw balding, you look like you're at least in your forties. Yeah, you do. The only there were a couple kids in my school that like had cancer, so that was sad. Yeah, but, I mean like, but like not, actual balding, like actually balding. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm trying to think, did anybody have thin hair? No, I think everybody was pretty, pretty well, well haired. We had a friend that had thinning hair, and that was right. At the beginning of college. I'm not going to call him out on this because that would be rude. But we had a friend that He knows who you're hair. talking about. He knows who you're talking about. You know who you are. You know. Yeah. I imagine we get like hate texts from like seven people right now. You know what's funny? Somebody just asked me recently. They were like, um, I don't remember who it was. I think it was somebody I was working with at Best Buy. And they were like, have you guys started getting hate mail yet? And I'm like, no. No. I was like, no. first of all, we got to get enough people to like us before we start getting anybody hating us. And they were like, well, I mean, you know, people always find a reason to hate. Yeah. I'm like, you're not wrong, but no. We, I, mean, I, I kind of wish we could get some hate mail, though. Yeah, true. Our TikTok videos have gotten yeah. some hate. Some people. Some people, yeah. Some people, like, just goofily hate. Like, that one, well, I don't remember. I was, oh, it was about this movie. I jokingly said. Yeah, that, oh, people uh, were really mad at This movie would be great if it opened up with them killing Drax, and it would be the real Drax from like comic book doing it. Yeah, obviously mm. that's a joke. And some people, people took it very seriously. Did not get that I was joking. Yeah, people took it very seriously. Yeah, they were talking all. That's why the shit. one we had the most. That one, and when I mispronounced uh, Nightcrawler's dad. Yeah, that one got a lot of hate too. Azazel. Yeah. Is that how you say it? I, I don't even. Know. Know. I, I, don't I don't remember that. what I said, and I don't remember how you, you say it. I don't you remember like either. Over enunciated it. You like say like Azazel or some shit like that. I think it's just Azazel. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't know. I could too. be wrong. I don't fucking know. To be yeah. honest with you. I didn't even know Nightcrawler had a dad. For all I knew, okay. Mystique was his mom, and that was it. She made it happen on her own. She's a shapeshifter. She figured it out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't. I didn't know who his dad was. Yeah. But hey, man, good on you for going and doing that research and making that video. Cause you know you're overdue for some hate. Who me? Yeah. Uh, Two examples. Maybe. They were both on me. Yeah, maybe. I feel like a lot of people. There was something that made you mad. I can't remember. I felt like you did get hate once. What was it? I don't remember. But I I know it. Something did like get to me. Yeah. But I don't remember what it was. No. Something I posted. I don't know. Everybody likes to hate, man. And then, like, this this particular community that we are somewhat a part of, right? Because, I mean, we're in it and we post stuff, but we're not we're not that deep in it. We don't have millions of followers, like so. Right. We're 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 somewhat a part of the community. Um, it's it it can be a lot of sh- people with a lot of very strong opinions and. You know, we say all the time, like, we are not, we're not the comic book experts. Like, we don't consider ourselves to be, like, experts on the subject matter. Like, yeah, we know more than the average person. But, right. like, there are people who know infinitely more than we do. I mean, and we kind of don't. Those, pre- the guys as guests at this point yeah. on this podcast. Who know way more than we do. I think there's a good chunk of our guests 
that definitely know more. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, it's like fucking Joe Rogan, right? Like, Joe Rogan doesn't know everything about everything, but he brings on people who, that, that who are experts in yeah. the subject yeah. matter, and then he throws in a couple things, and, like, it makes it seem like he knows a bunch of shit. But realistically, like, you're just getting experts on. It's yeah. a similar situation. We read comic books. Yes, we do. We watch a lot of the movies, if not all of the movies and TV shows. But, like, yeah, there are people who read way more comics than we do. Yeah, we're not, we're, not getting, we're not having comic book day where we're getting comic books every week. No, I'm not in a comic book shop them. every Wednesday. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't happen. So there are people who know way more than we do. And we're not, uh, we're very upfront about that. But people are still going to hate. So yeah. it is what it is. Hate happens in this, this community. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine, though. You know, sometimes it, make thing, it makes things fun. Definitely. Almost one of the one of the one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to, they have a segment where they do they call it hate mail, where they just read the hate hate comments from like YouTube videos they posted or like whatever and just like talk about it and it's great it's very enjoyable <laughs> and because they're just like I mean it's gonna happen. I have to imagine that gives them more hate though because then they get the people that just want. To have their comment read. Yeah, I mean that's so a good people point. They're just, just inspire things. people. Yeah. You're like, I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna go. So, oh, I'm go hard. Yeah, this comment's making it for this, sure. This is gonna make the next hate mail for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I didn't think about that. That's a good yeah. point, though. That's a good point. Yeah. So, hey man. But uh, any other that was somehow we sucked away away from Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle's coming out soon. Blue Beetle is coming out soon. Is there any other news type? Um, Comic Con happened. I'm trying to we'll think. Make that an episode though. I don't know if I don't know if it's that worthy of an episode this year. I'll say I like usually that when much that happens, happened. I see things for it, and I haven't seen anything. Yeah, before. I don't know if that much happened at Comic Con. I'm trying to think. We'll have to do the uh, Secret Invasion episode too, because all yep. those episodes are out. So that that'll be coming soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is kind of like a almost a segue into our episode a little bit, but what I've realized is. Of the Marvel movies that we know that are coming out now, we're, we're officially past the movies that were set up by the Infinity Saga, minus if they do like another Spider-Man movie. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we are. So that, that's why I realized like the movies I was kind of most excited about was was Thor, right? And right. Then, like, then I feel like I was kind of excited for Ant-Man wasn't super excited for Guardians of the Galaxy because I hated the second one. Right. But, like, still, like, probably a little bit more excited than that than, like, you know, ones we haven't built upon. But now we're now we're past it. Yeah. Right? We're getting, like, a... You know what? I'm wrong, Nick. I'm wrong. Wow. What's... Miss uh, the Marvels. The Marvels will be a continuation. But that one barely made the saga. Yeah. I don't came know. in between yeah. Infinity War it's and ba- it's, Yeah, it's and barely, barely made it's it. It's barely there, bro. It's yeah. barely there. Yeah. But yeah, we got... Yeah, we have um, Shang-Chi 2, but that wasn't in the Infinity War saga. Nope, nope. And then we'll have uh, the new Captain America, but that's with, you know... Falcon. Falcon instead, yeah. so that's not really a continuation either. So right. We yeah, got Loki Season 2 coming up. Loki Season 2. There's a, there's way more shows coming out than I feel Wasn't like there a trailer the for that? I don't think I watched it, though. There was. I definitely have seen a trailer for it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a trailer for season two, which I haven't seen, but that's okay. We'll talk about it yeah. later. But anyway, Guardians of the Galaxy, man. Volume three. Volume three. We know you hate volume two. 
you have infinitely said it yeah. on this podcast how it's much you hate garbage that movie that's one of the worst movies um bottom you, of the pile there you put it right up there with uh suicide squad it is and you hate it's, that movie. this is james gunn right now yeah I mean, but uh, you know what's funny about that is the Suicide Squad James Gunn makes <laughs> was better. Was way better. <laughs> this this James Gunn man, he's real up and down. He's sometimes. all over the place. He's all time. over the place. All over the place. You want to hear some stuff about Guardians Three before we get into it? You got stuff, yeah. Zero. Yeah, man. So um, it is officially on Disney Plus now, which I guess can be helpful for some people because I mean, I know you've mentioned before. There's a good chunk of of or we know some people who listen to us that don't have the opportunity to always go see these movies when they come out. Um, sometimes they skip our reviews because they haven't seen the movie yet and we posted it too soon or whatever. But it is on Disney Plus now. So if you haven't seen the movie and you want to listen to our opinion about it, you can just go watch it. Is you know you show? have a Disney Plus account. If you're listening to this, I'm 100% sure you have a Disney Plus account. So just go watch it and then come back and listen to this. Uh, but now that it's officially made it to Disney Plus, I think it's done in the box office. It made $845 million. To compare that to the other two, Guardians, <laughs> the first Guardians made $773 million, and Guardians Volume 2 made $899 million. So Guardians 2 made more money. Made so the worst one but made... It, Made more money. It makes and it, it does make sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Because they didn't get that repeat customer because that movie was garbage. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because once the first Guardians came out and everybody saw it, there was a lot of hype built up around the second one. So of course more people went and saw that one in the theater. And then this one I mean, you had a good chunk go back, right? Like eight hundred and forty five compared to eight hundred and ninety nine, like that's not that far off. So it did pretty well. Yeah. It did pretty well overall. Um, considering if I had to guess, it's probably a, probably a $150, $200 million budget movie. So yeah, it's not bad. Nice. Almost a bill, a little short, but I mean, I guess we had to get to a point where these movies weren't making a billion dollars. Not anymore. all of them. Yeah. Cause like we had like six in a row make crack a bill and it was, yeah. it was getting outrageous. So, um, but what I did find interesting though, so according to Rotten Tomatoes, right? What do you think is the highest rated Guardians movie? Because <laughs> you're asking me the question? Yeah. I feel like it's not the not the logical answer. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I'm going to say uh, number 1. The it's first gonna, one? It's going to be the it's going to be number 2 though. So you think I the feel like it's number 1. You think the first one is the highest rated? Yes. Okay. You're it should wrong. be. You're wrong. Is it two? No. It's three. It is not. It is the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. (laughs) That was a trick question, Nick. That was a trick question. That is the highest rated Guardians film on Rotten Tomatoes is the Holiday Special at 94%. That... 94% 94% is it certified feel like Let me make sure I'm reading this right. less people rate it? Because this is, this is the people's rating, or is this critics? This is, this is, okay, it's like overall. It's like the overall score. The audience score was 80%. But the overall. But, but is it skewed because so many less people rated it? Uh, maybe. 
it's kind of like we go on Amazon and it's the, got a five star review. The audience but score person. has over a thousand reviews. I mean, you're probably right. I'm, I'm sure that has something to do with it, but it's still crazy that it's the highest. Then it's two. I mean, then it's. Do you think if the you first and one. I went in there right now and gave it low ratings, it would drop? Because it's so little people, probably. Mm. Maybe we can affect this live on the episode. Well, here, I need let's you see. to go rate it. <laughs> let me know if that shit drops. <laughs> let's see. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Because while it maybe. was it was cheesy and somewhat enjoyable, it wasn't the best. No. It doesn't deserve to be the best rated of all the Guardians. Here's a. Uh, let's see. Okay. Taking a look here. So, the first Guardians is the second. It's at 92%. It actually is balanced. So, I think this is the critic score. Yeah, that's the critic consensus. So, the critics, 92% for the critic score and 92% for the audience score. So, pretty balanced there. The volume two is 85% for the critic score and 87% for the audience score. And then volume three is 81% critic score and 94% audience score. So according to audiences, their favorite is volume three. That sounds more right to me. But because in comparison, the critics, it's not low, but it's a more drastic variation uh, between the critic score and the audience score for volume three. Because it's eighty-one percent and ninety-four percent, like I said, versus the first one, which is audience and critics pretty much agreed at ninety-two percent. And the holiday special, ninety-four percent critic score and eighty percent audience score. What are critics thinking, man? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand it. Did you like the holiday? It was fine. Yeah, I thought it was okay. It was very fine. It was, like you said, it was. I mean, it was enjoyable to an extent, right? It was. I can never watch it again, and I'd be perfectly okay with that. Right. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. I'd be 100% fine if I never saw it again. There were a couple things in it that, like, surprised me. Did we talk about this? Yeah, we talked about this. I'm pretty sure we did record about it. Yeah. At one point. I don't think it got its own episode. I think it was part of a different episode. Mm. But I'm pretty sure we did record about it. I mean, this is... It's just kind of like... You're hand-holding your mic right now, I am bro? What's happening mic. right now? <laughs> what are you I'm doing? I'm getting comfortable. Like, I'm getting comfortable. <laughs> okay. Uh, I feel like it was like fun for like oh I want to watch something Christmassy and it be Marvel okay yeah. sure but like like you said if I never watched it again it'd be fun yeah no I feel that anyway so Guardians three so that that was all I had just all right so your initial thoughts on the movie stuff. go what it loved it hated it thought it was middle of the road it's a creaky ass chair you're in bitch <laughs> is so loud <laughs> fucking microphones picking up everything um. <laughs> what did you ask me? <laughs> what I thought about the movie. So distracted by this creaky ass chair. It is a creaky chair. It's a lot of background noise we're gonna have this because there's some dogs barking in the yeah, background. Yeah, it's, it's a whole lot going on. We got guest hosts in this, and and it's not my dog that's in the room. She's being great and quiet right now. But it's mm. uh, it's 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 a new family member of my apartment. Chandler the corgi is is barking at all the neighbors. The fact that his name is Chandler still just yeah. Wow. I, mean, I, I didn't name him, Nick. Chandler. Chandler. Chandler the Corgi. Crazy. 
Anyway, what do we what are we talking about? Guardians <laughs> three, right? Guardians of the Galaxy three. Loved it, hated it, felt middle of the road. I loved it. Loved it. I thought it was great. I, I really enjoyed it. Like we mentioned before, the second one sucked. It's garbage. Um, it was just way too much. It was way too much. They they took what made everything great about the first one and they just dialed it up too far. There's right. too much humor. It was so much humor that no moment felt serious in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And this one didn't do that. They pulled it back. They pulled it back quite a bit. And this they one really was a little bit dark and a little bit yeah, sad. Yeah, it was. They really um went in on the emotional yeah. uh side of things, the more drama side of things. And yeah, man, I really enjoyed it. I thought I know James Gunn. I saw him uh talking in an interview i think this was after the whole fiasco where marvel had fired him and then they hired him back or whatever and um i want to say it was at a comic-con and he was talking about guardians 3 he was sitting with the cast and you know he talked about how he he didn't his his biggest driving factor for this franchise this guardians of the galaxy franchise was to tell the story of Rocket. For some reason, he just feels really attached to Rocket. I mean, I guess it makes sense. He's, he's, he seems to be really attached to all the weirdest characters. He likes the misfits. Yeah. So something about Rocket just really... And f- completing his story was driving him to finish this franchise. And I mean... Yeah, he did a great fucking job telling Rocket's story. Because, yeah. man... Yeah. So I feel like from my point of view here, I was wondering, did James Gunn also have a little bit of like a, like a fuck it moment? I'm going to really make sure I tell a story that I want to tell because one, Marvel already fired me and yeah. they hired me back. But also I now know that I'm CEO of DC. So this is probably at least for a really long time the last Marvel property I'm gonna work on. Yeah. So I'm just gonna tell the story that I wanna tell in the way that I wanna tell it. I think they always kinda gave him that free reign though, honestly. I don't know if this I don't know if he felt that more how much more violent this movie is compared to the first two. I can see that. Yeah, like he's I can, like, we're gonna kill everybody. There's gonna be guts all over the place. Yeah, I can. I, yeah, and he's always been. That. So I, I listened to a podcast uh, with him and Michael Rosenbaum. I was telling you about it off air, but. Yeah. Uh, and he's he seems like he's always been into that kind of like gory. Like he was really into like those low budget movies in the beginning of his career. Yeah. Those like gory yeah. kind of like horror esque. He made this movie movies. called Super, um, which I've seen before, and there's a scene in it where this guy is. It's like the real life superhero thing, and uh, he like bashes his dude's head in with like a monkey wrench. You know what I heard? What he wanted the Marvel Pro thing he wanted to make What's that? was the uh, the monkey one. They made the animated show of. I can't um, murder monkey? No, kill monkey. Kill um, monkey. It's not a monkey. This monkey, that monkey. <laughs> and I love that show too. It was actually really good. So that's um, the movie he wanted to make originally. Hmm. So that that's kind of like his like realm, right? So I felt like, and we saw that come come through in this movie with all the weird looking animals. Hit monkey, hit monkey, hit monkey. monkey. That's what it was. Is it still available on Hulu? It is. Should watch that again. It's a good show. (laughs) That's what he wanted to do originally. I could I could see that. Yeah. He also seems to really enjoy doing stuff with animals. 
Yeah. So that's cool. And he did what's that other one we hated? The other Riper? one we hated? Yeah. He did do that, and didn't he? That one's he? incredibly violent. Yeah. It was a shit story. But it was so he likes that little bit more violent, misfit, land of the lost toy style things. Yeah. And I felt like that showed a little bit more and actually really helped because it's this movie still had humor, mm-hmm. but it was dialed back a ton. Yeah. Like there was emotional ass scenes in this movie that like I was making a breakdown, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, it was. It, it was a completely different kind of. From the very beginning, it was a completely different kind of vibe from the first two, right? It like was. It, it opens up with Rocket, you know, walking through uh, nowhere, mm-hmm. and uh, you see, uh, uh, what is it, Creep playing? Yep. Which great song choice. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't put it together at the first time I watched it. But the second time, especially with the uh, closed captions on, wait a second. Was this the movie that we watched with the closed captions? Remember we went yeah. to see a movie and it had the closed captions on <laughs> no, and you didn't know? Flash. Was it Flash? Oh, it drove me fucking insane. I was so mad at you. But anyway. <laughs> I knew. It just doesn't bother me because I watch things with the closed captions. You knew I, that? I knew it in the oh, beginning. No, 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 no. I didn't know when I bought the tickets. Oh, okay. That's what you're saying. Sorry. I, but I realized while we were watching, I wasn't like a. I thought yeah. you were saying I was like oblivious to it. No, nah. all of a sudden, I this is more for that episode. But I was enjoying it because like I was like I wouldn't have known that this was the Flash theme song if it didn't say it didn't say it on the, the screen. Flash, I guess that does help. Um, but yeah, I I had never. I mean, I didn't really know that song. It's who is it by? Creep by. Don't put me on the edge like that. I don't know my songs like that. Isn't it Radiohead? Do? Yeah, it is Radiohead actually. Um, I didn't really know that song, but when I was like really listening to their lyrics and like reading it, I was like, "Oh, this is actually a perfect match yeah, it's for perfect, Rocket," and it, it fits the tone of the movie very well. Yeah, but he's he's doing that thing, and you walk, and the first thing you see, the first time you see uh, Star Lord Peter Quill, he's drunk, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, give me back my Zoom," and then he passes out. Yeah. Like that wasn't funny. No, like, it was sad. Yeah, and that was like I feel like the other two movies start funny. Yeah, and I get a very bright like. I'm trying, the first one. I'm pretty sure starts with Star Lord walking on the Walk, planet, dancing, and dancing yeah. and stuff. I can't remember how the second do, one starts, but do, I'm sure. Do, oh, isn't it do, group do, dancing do, in the do, the, do, the start of the? It second is. One? Yeah. So the, this is the first one that starts not on a, like a. Funny, so every happy one of them thing. starts with a song and dancing, except for this one. Except it starts with a song, one. but no dancing. No dancing. Rocket just walking. Sad Peter Quill. Yeah, and then. You know, and they all know that he's sad. They're they're all like, "Oh yeah, he's fucking, he's struggling. Like this yeah. is this is really fucking on his mental health." You know that when um, Nebula was carrying him, I saw the clip on Instagram. That was a like a dummy made of Chris Pratt. Like that wasn't really yeah. him. She was carrying. It was like a thirty-five pound like dummy, and dummy. they were showing it next to him, and he was like, "This is so fucking creepy." But yeah, it was just designed you know, to like was, be uh, laid out like that. I was looking at I was, and I was looking at that dumbass. I was like, man, Chris Pratt's put on some weight. <laughs> was that even him? No, it's not him. <laughs> it's just it's just a a dummy doll thing. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, but then there's so like almost in the immediately we see uh, Adam Warlock come in, come busting in, and already come like, extremely violent scene. Yeah. Like, Groot got his head ripped off. True. Broke uh, Mantis's arm. Yep. Nebula, Nebula got, got, got her jaw cracked yep. and arm broken and all types of shit. And Drax got beat to a bloody pope. I mean, yeah. it wasn't that bad. But he got beat. He got beat. And Rocket got a hole blew in his chest, basically. Yeah. And uh, almost died. Yeah. 
I was like, jeez. So happening? we went from like a happy go, you know, beginning to the first two to this one being, yeah. which I loved. Is like, is the yeah. point is I, I thought that's what made this movie great. Yeah, definitely. And you know what? I think because I thought this was the first time I saw it, and I thought this was the second time I just saw that scene. But the scene in the beginning when we f- get the first flashback of Rocket's backstory, which is the driving factor throughout this entire movie right like it's what really pushes the plot forward is uh rocket's backstory which is super fucking sad but even the way it starts just really sets you in the the mood of like fuck i am probably gonna cry yeah but when he when they throw him they do the experiment on him they throw him in that cage and the the other animals come up and they're talking to him and of course he's like freaking out because he's scared he's a baby right and they ask him, like, can you talk? And the first thing out of his mouth is, hurts. And I'm just yeah. like, jeez. This is what we're in yeah. for? Because that was fucking sad, yeah. bro. That was so sad. I was like, jeez. And, I mean, it doesn't then, help because we're both animal lovers. Yeah. So that doesn't help either because it's just like, fuck. Like, Lila gets the dirty cloth and licks it just to try to tend yeah. to the wound. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, fuck. But just like the first words he speaks, the first word is just hurts. It's like, yeah. how did you even learn that that quick? Yeah. You just knew you were yeah. in pain. Like, that's fucked up. Um, but yeah, what a start, man. What a, what a, what a bloody opening. Yeah. And then, so yeah, it's like I'm saying, the very beginning of this movie, you already know the tone's different. This is a completely different movie than we've seen yeah. out of the first two. For sure, for sure. What, um, did you give your overall thoughts on it? I liked it. But you didn't love it. I might go as far as I loved it. I don't so upon first viewing, I don't think I walked out saying I loved it. Watching it again, I really I, I think I'll go up to like I love this movie. This movie was pretty great. Mm. I don't know why I'd rate it, but it's definitely in the higher tier of, of MCU movies. Okay. Yeah, so you, which is such such a roller coaster with these. It is. It uh, is. Guardians of the Galaxy movies and just the movies coming out in general. Like this one, this one might be one of the best ones we've gotten of the year. I agree. I definitely. I agree with that. Um, I would put it up there, like with Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Like I think it was great. I I really do. I really enjoyed it. Um, another aspect of this movie that I really liked, and because it was it's been so long since we've seen it, we might be. Uh, this episode might be a little less uh, organized in terms of thoughts than it yep. than we normally are, but that's all right. We'll just roll with it, yeah. right? Um, another thing I really liked, and again, like we just kind of, I just kind of watched like the first few minutes again while we were eating before we started recording. I really, the action scenes in this movie were phenomenal. Like they were really. Good. I really enjoyed the fight scenes. And it's not that I don't normally enjoy the Guardians fight scenes, but it felt like the first Guardians, except dialed up to like 11, right? So what I mean is the first Guardians, when we see them fight, because we have that, that first scene where they're kind of fighting each other because they're all yeah. trying to want, they're trying to get Peter Quill and they're trying to get the, the Power Stone and like they're just kind of, Everything is kind of just like a scuffle, right? It's like everybody's just trying to outwit each other and it's just a bunch of people just kind of getting lucky and weaseling their way out of things. And like, it's really just a matter of like 
the slick versus the the skilled versus the slimy like who can just like (laughs) it's always just like next move next move next move right but this one feels more especially star lord right in in the first one it really just kind of feels like he's just getting lucky he's just right he's he's just used to just kind of scraping through um and even like rocket and Groot, while like rocket has always kind of clearly had that that mind and that strategic mind for like battle Groot was more of just the brute who just followed what rocket said but this one feels different like they feel like they've been in some shit like they feel like they fought thanos was really interesting about this movie too so upon watching it the second time uh first fight scene adam warlock and all the characters try to fight adam warlock separately Mm. There's no point where they're all going at them at the same time. So the movie starts with them losing, essentially, all fighting separate from each other. Right. And then it goes from that to, and not to be jumping around so much, but when we start seeing them actually fight as a unit, then they're, like, taking people down. So when they when they fight, yeah. uh, this is so embarrassing, but the main antagonist... Um. Now you got me blanking on it. I know who it is. It's the uh, the high evolutionary. High evolutionary. Right. They fight. Oh, you should wait for it. Right. 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 But like, if you think about the high evolutionary, and and maybe you know this a little bit better than I do, because admittedly, Adam Warlock is not a character that's I'm super well known. Mm. But like, it felt like his power level and Adam Warlock power level, like there were two powerhouses. Where so we start the movie with them fighting this powerhouse. And losing versus them fighting the powerhouse at the end and winning because they're fighting as a unit. And you could tell that they've been doing it a while. Yeah. So now they know how each other work. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting dynamic of this movie of like starting out like they're better skilled fighters. But like if they're not fighting together, they're not taking the big bad down where they're so much better when they're together. Yeah, for sure. I could definitely see that. And yeah, like you said, take it's it's cool to see how far they've come individually like again i mean gamora was kind of groomed for this right not yeah gamora nebula, nebula yeah they were groomed for this but like i said even adam warlock bust in right and everybody immediately jumps into action even peter quill who was just passed out drunk is like up and like shit i got to get my guns like yeah. let's f- it is what it is like nobody hesitates and i love that i love i love seeing that version of a hero the one that just doesn't hesitate anymore that's just been in it long enough to just know like when shit goes down you jump into action right like there's no like oh what are we gonna do oh we gotta figure this out it's like nah fucking on him right they just (laughs) on his ass like nebula sees him fly through the sky and she's like boom jetpack fucking laser gun rolls right up on him bow blast him he takes her out you see Groot just come from the sky he's like i'm on his ass fucking uh choking him out you know like i I loved it and everybody just kept coming in and then drax is like bro fuck are you doing just ah it was great got somebody own size yeah Yeah, and i love seeing that and like you said when they do come together like i said the fight scenes i think in this movie are just really top tier um, when they come together, and James Gunn talked about this, he wanted, he feels like every great superhero movie has some version of a hallway fight. Yeah. And that when they all came together and fought in that, it's not real, it's kind of a hallway. 
It was a hallway. It was a hallway, yeah. right? He was like, this is this was my version. Like, I finally did a hallway fight. I wanted to do one. He felt like every great superhero movie had a hallway fight. So he wanted to have yeah. his own hallway yeah. fight. And, like, that fight scene in that tight quarters, like, and they're just fucking, they know. Like, yep, they know where They're ducking, like, oh, be, yep. Peter's coming with the gun. Let me get out of the way. Like, they know where each person's going to be. They know what moves they're going to make. And it's just fucking, it seems chaotic, but it's so controlled and concise. And I just, I loved seeing that, right? Because when we last saw them fight, like, Thanos, it was definitely cool to see that happen. To see the kind of different skills that they brought to the table but it was them fighting um in a group they weren't used to fighting in right so they kind of had to just adapt but this wasn't adapting anymore this was no we know what we're doing we know how to get down and so we're about to fucking get down and i i just love seeing that that was just i really enjoy the action scenes in this movie and we were just talking about it and I think it's funny because, you know, there's the scene in the beginning where even this scene, Peter's like, as soon as they found out what was happening with Rocket, he's like, let's go. And Nebula's like, what are you, where are we going? What are you talking about? He's like, we got to go to this fucking place and we got to take him out. Yeah, we got to break in. We got to do what we got to do. Yeah, we got to like, save Rocket. This isn't, this isn't new. Like, this is what we do. Like, let's go. Why are we yeah. even, what do we, we yeah. have nothing to talk about. And I like that too. It was just instant decision there's no like oh we gotta come up with the plan it was like we're gonna jump into action this is what we do we wing this shit like i don't need a plan we're gonna go fucking figure it out i was a professional thief i can break into this place you guys can fight we can make this happen right there's nothing to worry about right and i love seeing that and then the scene (laughs) drax is like i want to kill somebody he's like we're not killing anybody he's like we're just one person one stupid man that nobody loves you're just making it sad yeah yeah and he's just like we're not killing anybody and then they immediately proceed to kill so many people so many people people. and i hadn't remembered it but you pointed out to me there is the scene whereas peter quill and groot even that scene great right another great action scene and he literally tells groot kill them all kill them all i'm just like man but even that, I still, I still enjoyed it. I was like, yeah, nah, fuck it. Let's yeah, go. man, I, I feel like the action scenes were amazing. They, uh, sorry, so Adam Warlock comes, beats the shit out of everybody, runs away. Rocket is dying. Now they're going to the fucking fleshy place. Yeah, gross, gross. So I don't know gross. what it is with this dude James Gunn <laughs> and just putting gross fleshy shit in his movies. But it's something about gross fleshy stuff. That he just really enjoys. You know what I he realized? He did it in Suicide Squad with that weird fucking starfish thing. Yeah. That was gross and fleshy. Now he's doing... Like, they literally went to a planet made of flesh. It was disgusting. Have you realized that James Gunn loves to reuse his actors? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was so like... They got uh, the, the main security guy uh, at the fleshy place mm-hmm. is... One of the characters that dies immediately in Suicide Squad and is also coming back in the new DCU to play Guy Gardner. I didn't know that. Because like, he played um, and then the, the announcer. TDK in uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. The arm the fall arm off guy. guy. guy yeah. right? yep. And then the, the person on the intercom in that place, mm-hmm. the, uh, she was the main, the blonde main actress in uh, John Cena, what was it called? Um, 
Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yeah. She's the main character, main lead actress in Peacemaker was in this movie. Is too. she really? Yeah. She's like the one that's like notices on the cameras that the guardians are all there. Ah. And she's like making the announcements and then she like sends security and stuff over there. And I was like, yeah, I was watching. And I was like, man, this guy just loves to use the same actors. I mean, he's and not just bring him into everything. He puts his brother in every movie. Yes. Yeah. His brother's always he also, in. He movie. puts Michael Rosenbaum in all the Guardians movies for the most minor scenes. Does he really? Yeah. I didn't he's, know. He's that. one of the guys in the makeups of the Ravengers. Huh. No, I didn't, I didn't know that. That's funny. He uh So anyways, they go to the fleshy place and that's when it's revealed that uh Gamora's part of the the Ravengers. Yeah. You get Sylvester Stallone in that scene. Yep. Did you notice when they're walking into the ship that all the portals open up and the Ravengers has their own sorcerer? No. Yeah. I don't know how what? I completely missed that on the first viewing. What? But the second viewing, they like, you know, so they arrive to the fleshy place. Yeah, yeah. And then like, so like Star-Lord's like, we got through the shield. What's going on? And it's like, and then uh, Gamora's like, it's not the shields. It's, uh, we got people incoming. And then like everybody rushes the ship into the ship. Mm-hmm. The way they're getting on the ship is there's a sorcerer of one of the aliens that's yeah. Ravager's a sorcerer and he's opening that has portals. a sling ring he's got the ring and he's opening all the portals to let everybody onto the ship that's, that's why they're all coming crazy. from every direction i wonder if he is a sorcerer or if he just stole or found that sling ring yeah i was wondering the same thing and then in my head i was like because i don't know enough about dr strange is there sorcerer supremes that are off like in different earths different worlds actually not earth to- like could he be a different sorcerer supreme to my knowledge, there are not multiple Sorcerer Supremes within the same universe. Right, so there's one there are universe. in each universe or dimension. Yeah. There's only one per dimension slash universe. So there isn't like a, it's not like a Green Lantern core, right, where there's Green Lanterns of different planets and sectors of the galaxy or whatever. It's just one. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things you could speculate, right? Like they all came in. There were a lot of people who showed up for that last battle. Yeah, I mean, the Ravengers were part of Yep. They could have just, I mean, some people died. Like, not everybody made it out. And they could have just been like, huh, look at it. I mean, they are Ravengers, right? What is this? That's what they do. They steal, they they scavenge. I mean, so this, like, he had, like, rings around his wrists, too. When he was opening portals, this, this he didn't huh. seem like he was new at the. He at the wasn't, whole he wasn't thing. like Ned, where he was just getting lucky by opening yeah. the portals. Like he seemed like he knew what he was what doing. He was doing. Interesting. Yeah, I did. So, right, so that. Uh, the Ravengers come. Gamora's part of the Ravengers. Yep. And we yep. get our first kind of like sad scene of uh, Star Lord being like, uh, or Gamora being like, "Who are you again?" To Star Lord. Yeah. Right. What did you think about this whole, that whole dynamic of like? He's like super hurting and, and mourning, and then and then she doesn't seem like she like even really gives up care because she didn't have any of those memories and she doesn't feel like that's that you know that she's the person. Like, what do you think of that whole dynamic of that 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 whole element of the story? Um, I thought it was fine. Like, it wasn't. Are you like annoyed of the, like the the typical time travel trope of like oh this character's from a different time so they don't remember that like every superhero thing seems to follow at one point? No, or, I, or you were like here for it? Like okay, this is adding an interesting element. to this I think story. I was just in the middle. I think I was just indifferent. Like I wasn't. It it didn't seem because it didn't seem bashed over the head, right? And also, I think it helped that ultimately they didn't even end up together. Right, it wasn't like this redemption story, so to speak, of how he won her back or how he made her fall in love with him again. 
he just understood that like, yeah, I'm gonna just have to move on. Like this isn't. See, I go somewhere. This isn't her. I go. I would have rather just. I think Infinity War and Endgame would have been way more significant if Gomorrah stayed dead. So I right? think so. Bringing her back just for her to be back, and then them still not end up together to me it's just I like. I like it from the, the aspect of like the, the big theme of this story is and Mantis says that at one point is that you know uh, Drax is the only one among us that actually loves and likes himself. All of us hate each other, and this was like part of the element of what Star Lord didn't like about him. He was depressed. You know, he lost the love of his life. He doesn't like himself. Everybody had that. So that was a, I think that's one. So, so on one side, it's like, okay, this is a great element of this movie. This added a lot to the movie of like, it's also everybody dislikes themselves. And, and I know we're jumping around a lot, but like by the end, everybody's going to go in different paths away from the guardians to kind of go and like heal themselves. That's a cool element of the story. But on the mm-hmm. flip side, that still could have been accomplished with Alcamora. We could have still had the elements of like he's just dealing with the fact that he's mourning of a character that has died instead of just having her somewhat around so she could be a part of this movie. But everything that was built up in the first two movies between her and the Guardians and the Galaxy is just kind of like kaput, right? Like mm. none of that matters because it's not her anymore, right. but she's still kind of around that still have her in the movie. Right. Like to me, that's just kind of like annoying. Like we should have just kept her dead. I get that. I guess my only – my – um come back to to that would be you could also view it in the sense of Gamora is still dead like at least the Gamora we knew right like right, that Gamora that's the way I see is it is gone so i think but why half ass and have this other character there i think it helped right i think the fact that like i said i think the fact that they didn't end up together helped solidify the fact that the Gamora we knew is gone she did die yeah, it is it kind of like so why, why, we... why bring her back at all? Yeah, yeah. I, I get that aspect of it. But I think I was able to accept, like, because if they did end up getting back together and they had this happily ever after story, then it would have felt like, oh, well, what the fuck was the point of killing her in the first place if he was just going to get her again, right? But the fact that he didn't, the fact that she stuck to her guns of, like, I don't know you, I don't want to get to know you, the person who loved you, she's gone. I'm not her. Like, you got to move on. And not only that, but, like, her story's over now. Like, we won't see her again in the MCU moving forward. Like, Zoe Saldana. Yeah, Zoe Saldana's done. Um, So you're satisfied with that being the end of her story? I have another question for you, too, that I feel like we're going to... I asked that question, but we're going to come back to that real quick. So you feel okay with it that because they didn't, like, basically, like, come back and, like, do, like, okay, like... It's the same character. Like, they keep a difference that original Gamora is dead. How do you feel about Loki, then? Because it's the same. They've done this with two characters where mm-hmm. they, they killed in Infinity War and brought back virtually the same way. It was just a different version of the character in time. But in the Loki series, what they do is they show this Loki everything that was going to happen. And basically, just like in magic, this was essentially the same Loki we had at the end of Ragnarok. Because he saw it all. He knows what his story was, and he fought all those emotions. So we don't get that with Loki. This is not a different Loki. This is mm. virtually the one that we have at the end of Ragnarok. Mm. I can see that. So do you feel okay with that one? I do, because I think... I still think his motivations are different. I, you know, like... 
when you kill a character and you so they've they've killed these characters physically, right? Right. And they brought them back physically. But in terms of emotionally, mentally, and motivationally, they are different characters. And I I, I think that helps. Well, so my thing with Loki is the the Loki we saw that died in Infinity War, right? That's what we're going based off of. He was a Loki that came to accept the fact, not only accept, but somewhat be proud of the fact that he was raised as an Asgardian, that he was the son of Odin and the brother of Thor, right? And he died as an Asgardian protecting his brother. The Loki that we see, yes, he saw it all go down. But if he was to see Thor again, I don't think that he would all of a sudden be that same Loki who died, who essentially died to help protect his brother and his people. I don't think he'd do that. I so disagree. I think with his you. motivations were different. I think he understood that that Loki, that path that I took, the good, the bad, and the ugly, is still ultimately led to my death. This path I'm taking now is different. Like, I still think he has, he does do that kind of flip of like, I'm not going to just try to take over the world and the universe anymore. I'm going to try to do something good. But his motivations for it are differently. He just sees that the person he's tr- he thought he was supposed to become just led to him getting his neck snapped. So he's like, I don't want to be that Loki. I still don't give a fuck about my brother. Like, fuck that guy. He was terrible to me. Like... I didn't enjoy it, but I so I have a, I have a new purpose about that one part of what you're saying. Really, I'm I like, feel like he just sees his new purpose be as being a part of the TVA. Away from that opinion. I felt like every variation of Loki that he saw. Mm-hmm. This is so off topic. This would be so, but this is good because season two is coming out. It is coming out. Every variation that he basically saw, everybody kind of had like a similar story about like they felt a certain kind of way about Thor. And they like, so the one old one, the most powerful, like kind of ish Loki literally said at one point, I missed my brother. And that's why I went out of hiding. I wanted to see my brother. Right. Because he was the one who managed to kill him. No, the, the young one's the only one that killed him. Oh, really? So the very young one. And that's why everybody's so shocked. They're like, what did you do to like get off the timeline? I actually killed my brother. And everybody's looking at him like, oh, shit, he did what? Because like, mm. none of the other versions actually realized that they actually didn't want to kill their brother. Yeah. I don't know. So I feel but- like he's he's still like, I think if I actually kind of hope that if we do get Chris Hemsworth, because, you know, he's having health issues and he said, like, it would have to be the perfect script for him to really come back. If mm. he really does come back and we get another scene of Loki and, and uh, Thor. Thor together, I think it's going to be very much so embracing each other. Not, you think so? Not him being like, I fucking hate this dude. I think he's going to be like, I think it's like, because he's also kind of dead. He's out of time, right? That's, right? that's kind of another way of saying that he's not really alive. He is and he isn't. Yeah. Right? Like, I think he also has kind of this idea of like, I might not see Thor ever again. And I think he's now realized that he does love his brother. And part of that is because he sees that he basically chooses to die trying to save his brother. Mm. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I don't know if he feels those emotions yet. I think he's seen him in action. And I think he understands that he has the capacity to feel that way towards his brother. I just don't know if this version of him does yet. I think he's more still processing. Or he didn't even really have time to fully process the fact that he 
became a person who did actually love his brother. Yeah, I feel I like he just kind of moved on. I feel like we should on. circle back. But right, a, I love this conversation, though. We should continue this when the show comes out. Uh, but back to Gomorrah. So you're saying that you feel that you, you think it's like you're okay with it because this is, for all intents and purposes, purposes Gomorrah from the first two Guardians is now dead. Mm-hmm. This is just completely different, and we get to see a different story of her. But like, like it's a different character, so that's what makes it okay, especially saying that they, they don't even end up together. Yeah, I think it definitely helps. I feel like I'm on the opposite end. Okay. I feel like I would have been more satisfied, and I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy this movie, but I would have been way more satisfied if this movie just kept Gamora dead. Mm -hmm. We didn't see Gamora come back in uh, Endgame, and this movie was without Gamora, and we saw how Star-Lord was dealing with the actual loss and not having, like, oh, she's she's dead, and, like, you're here. Then he says, it like, you're not my Gamora, but, like... You're not so bad anyways. Like, we could have just skipped all that entirely because we built up this Gamora from the first two movies. Like, she is a core member and almost like the the conscious uh, of the Guardians, right? Like, she's, she's that character that's making sure that they stay on the good path amongst all these characters that kind of saw themselves as thieves, right? Yeah. Like, she's like, no, we're Guardians. Like, like think about what we see her in... Uh, in Infinity War, and they're gonna go, and like, and Rocket's like, "Why are we going here?" And uh, you know, it's a distress symbol, and we're, we're the Guardians of the Galaxy. And then like, Star Lord makes the joke, but like, you know, we'll get some money out of it, kind yeah. of joke. And she's like, "No, we won't." Like, she's legitimately like the good part of the Guardians for the first two movies to have them get to the third movie, and then she's just completely the opposite of that. Mm. And she's she's doing this whole like. Why are we uh, doing any of this? Like, we can't go against this guy. He's going to kill us. So, like, why would we do that? Right, like, why would I'm we only, risk our lives for these I'm only going to help you uh, break into this flesh gross place because you're paying me all this money. Right. Like, she doesn't, she didn't get any of the character buildup. It's kind of like Thor. We got all this character <laughs> buildup from the first three Thor movies and they just completely undo it in, you know, Endgame and in Thor 4. Mm-hmm. I don't. So I guess I'm. What I'm saying is I'm not a fan of having a character that has an arc that goes, and then we just get rid of it for the sake of the story. Like if you're gonna tell me that we're, this is the last time we see this character, it should have built up to like her arc being complete, not like oh one version's dead and now this new version's here and she's just gonna go and be a thief for the rest of the time. And mm-hmm. that's how we've written off a character. See, I don't. I didn't see it that way. And I mean, we've been on this for a minute, but this is... Yeah, I know. I feel like we should get to the other yeah. parts. But. So the the way I saw it is her being back helped to com- complete both her and um, Star-Lord's like, character arc and ultimately help them come to the resolution that they did by the end of the movie, right? So Star-Lord eventually... Realizing and accepting the fact that this is no longer his Gamora. His Gamora did die. She is right. gone. And he has to deal with right. that. But Even that could have though, been accomplished without her in the movie. Yeah, It could have been. But I think the part that having her in the movie helped is having to look the person that he loved in the face, the same face, and still accept the fact that it's not her, that she's gone, made him look deep inside of himself and say, I need someone. Like, I've been essentially alone since I was a kid. 
Like, I had been trying to feel the loss of my mother with person after person. I lost my mom, and then I lost the 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 guy who kind of filled the father figure role for me, and then I lost the love of my life, and I've constantly been trying to fill this hole, and people just keep making it bigger, basically. And he realized that, like, he just has to go back to where he started. And he'd been, he had been trying to avoid that and run away from it See, I feel like that for forever. Could and have he was been like, accomplished without her. Do you think so? Yeah. I think it was accomplished I also, like, Now it. that you're saying that, like, I also feel like that's, that's very much so not what the theme of Guardians has been so far. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that's not okay. That, like, okay, let's switch the theme here in the third movie. And I do, like, I, so the Guardians up to this point was, like, all these, like, misfit and misguided kind of characters finding family right. with each other. Right. right. And then so this movie ends with all of them deciding, like, now we, we've been a family, we're here together, and now we have to go and separate to figure out and work on ourselves, right? So everybody goes down, like, these different chapters. Right. Because I think right. them finding each other and, like, um, creating this, this family, quote-unquote, I think the point of it is that for all, pretty much all of them, it was only a temporary solution in order for them to suppress their real issues. Because like even Gamora, right? This version of Gamora found her version of a family. Like when she showed back up to the Ravengers, they woke they all her like home. Hugger and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they were like, like she's a family, and it was like. The version of the Ravengers we saw that raised Star-Lord was not fucking like that. They weren't hugging and praising and none of that shit. It was just do what you got to do. Don't get killed. If you do, well, we're just going to fucking move on. This version of the Ravengers is like, yeah, we're thieves and we do what we do. But like we are a family. We, we do truly care about each other. We do truly look out for each other. And Gamora never fucking had that. She never had a family. She had this fake family of Thanos and Nebula. And it's like now she found this family who can still deal with her rough exterior. And she doesn't, but she can let her guard down and be like, no, okay, this is my family. And Star-Lord went back and found his real family. Rocket realized that the family that he once had, he had to deal with the fact that they were also gone and like come to terms with that and move on from that. And yeah, so I feel like everybody had this this moment of like, we created this family and it definitely helped us to um, to take on the real issues that we had been facing. And they thank that family for that, but they realize that in order for them to continue to grow, they have to now go on this new journey of like. Right, I hey, love help, all that. Thank for you for pushing me there. except for Gamora. <laughs> okay, like I'm here for literally every character. I'm here for. I love that Drax, who is like this whole time has been like hurting because he lost his daughter now is like a father to all these kids right yeah perfect i love that uh nebula is finding herself as a family also taking care of these kids right because she's never had that family experience i love that like rocket can now be the leader that he wants to be group didn't get a crazy kind of ending he's just still part of the galaxy but he's king groups so that's awesome whatever yeah. mantis is gonna go find her own path right she's gonna go out on her own and for the first time not have to do things for others and okay so star lord is went and found his grandpa like 
loved it forever. But for Gamora, it's not to me. It's like it's not any different because it didn't complete the arc of the character we had in the first two. So it was, I feel like it was almost pointless just to throw this character in to give her this like kind of one-off ending because it had nothing to do with the original character. Mm. And I think the storyline could have been better by not having her in it. And everybody dealing with the fact that she's the person's gone, not having her half gone, half here. That's fair. I mean, you make a good point. I'm not. I didn't think about any of this before this episode, for the record. So I right. decided these feelings while talking about it. <laughs> that's a, that's what this is for, man. That's what, that's what podcasting does. You know what I mean? It helps elevate, like like the characters from the movie. You know, we use each other, to grow and move forward. To grow and move forward. Yeah, man. Um, but anyway, we've talked about that for like 30 minutes now, I yeah. feel like. So switch it, switch it to we, we else, keep yeah. going. So we were talking about the action, and then we got on to characters, which is great. I think everybody did have a pretty good arc in this movie. I um, feel like the finish on the action, because I don't want to keep circling, but I feel like we're not going to go back in the action. And I do want to point out No, I do want to go back to okay, the action, right. yeah. Okay. What did you want to say about the action? Is it the same thing that I wanted to say about the action? Should we like say it together? I'm <laughs> we could try. I doubt what you're going to say is what I'm going to say. Oh, okay. I'd be real surprised. Because this, this is one of the things I realized upon rewatching, and I didn't think about the first time. Okay. So what I thought was cool is when they're on the flesh planet, and they are um, they have a bunch of fight scenes on this flesh, I guess I shouldn't call it planet, ship, whatever the thing is. Um, and they have the scene where they're like, basically like they're losing, and Star-Lord's like trying to charm like the worker. And she's like, I just want to, I just want to speak to them with my heart. I don't know if they could listen. Uh, they'll they'll listen to me like if I could talk to them and yeah. she's like okay let me let me sign you in and she does it and she's like nah that's stupid that's not what I was gonna do I just wanted access to the system she's like well again right <laughs> yeah. funny scene right but I didn't realize the first is it was a parallel to the first movie because what they do to escape that prison is they reverse the gravity so everybody goes and so that's like the tactic that Star Lord does mm-hmm. so let me reverse the gravity so everybody falls up where ah. it's I was like ah I didn't realize that was a full circle oh, moment look at that I yeah. didn't know I didn't catch yeah. that that's good shit man this man was really really thinking it through yeah what I was gonna say about the action was this movie was way more brutal than the first two. Oh, definitely. Like we were, we were talking about how James uh, James Gunn likes to do this more like kind of gory action, and obviously he doesn't have an R rating um, to work with, like he did with Suicide Squad. But yeah, now nah, he he was like, we can't spill actual blood. What about alien blood? How about that? How about can we can we show a lot of <laughs> if alien I make blood? The color different. If it's purple, work? does it count? No, sweet. You cool with group shoving his whole like extending branch arm through a through this alien yeah, looking thing? Yeah, you that? You okay with this, bro? They killed a lot of people, and oh, some of them so were people. really brutal. Like even from the beginning, where Nebula just stabbed Adam Warlock, and again, I kind of love this because nobody fucking hesitated. They yeah. were all just like. We're getting the job done. Like, we have been at this shit too long. We've made too many fucking mistakes. We are not having another Thanos situation. No hesitation. Take them the fuck out when we have to. And then when fucking Peter's like, kill them all, Groot. And then Groot just whips out like nine guns and he's just like blowing people's heads off. And then they jump from that ship and use that dude as a fucking landing pad and just scene, drag him and drown him at the same time. I'm like, God damn, what this is brutal. What was the purpose of killing him that way? Nothing. 
Nothing you was. You know what the, I'm saying? There was no purpose. He definitely chose the harder way to kill him. Oh, 100%. But I loved every second of it. <laughs> he threw him off the ship and then he used him as a landing pad. You know what I loved right before that fight scene is the uh, the guy giving his like evil fucking motivation speech and Star Lord being like, listen, I don't need another crazy person <laughs> giving me another one of these damn speeches. Like he's at the point, he's like, I've done this so many times. Like, let's yeah. just skip this stupid let's fucking talking part. Get to business. Yeah. But yeah, that. And then the big fight scene at the end with the high evolutionary, right? Yeah. When they get him in a room and then they all, like, and again, everybody's just on his ass. Like, just Mantis comes in, kick, fucking Drax, throw, rocket. Just everybody's just fucking him up. And then here comes Gamora. No, I'm done. I'm not, yep. I'm not playing this game with you. Like, we're not playing volleyball with this guy. I'm going to kill him now. Stab. And I'm just like, yes. Let's go. Yes. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's how it should have went. And then she peels his face off. And I'm like, what is going on with this fucking movie? Man, they are not Remember playing. The, the scene with the pig-looking guy and then Adam Warlock just rips his head off. Yeah, just twists his And then he's like holding it as he's like walking around. It's crazy. So gory. It's crazy, man. Like, we can't kill humans, right? But we can kill a bunch of aliens. <laughs> yeah. Like, he found that fucking loophole, man. He yep. he worked it. So I really, I, I enjoyed it. It was quite yeah, brutal. The action of this and, movie uh, is probably one of the best we've had in quite some time. Yeah, I, I would agree, man. So, yeah, between the action, the character development, the overall, and I mean, I guess the big the big thing we got to, we should probably talk about a little more. We hit on it a bit. But just Rocket's backstory, man. Yeah, let's get into that. fucking sad. Bro, when, uh, okay, so, so we slow, we, we kind of know what's coming too, right? But we see all the stages of them being in the cages, and then we see the stages of, like, Rocket being kind of a genius, and he solves thing, and, and then he realizes that, you know, they're not going to the new world. And they have this whole freaking thing where they're staring at the ceiling, and they're, they just, all they want to do is, like, oh, I can't wait to see the sky. Yeah. And Rocket gives the whole line of, it's like, one day, me and my friends, I'm gonna I'm gonna build ships and then we're we're all gonna fly together. Yeah. Or I'm paraphrasing that's like the example, right. but like and it was so sweet in these moments. And even how he came up with his name. Yeah, and that's how he came up with his name. Yeah. I'm gonna call me Rocket. Yeah. And then he realizes that he's that's not happening. That that that's that was never the plan and that he and all of his friends are gonna be and it's really his what he considers his family is all gonna get killed. Right. And to see the first thing that he builds ever is a way for him to escape. And he's like, I know I can fly this ship. Let's get out of here. Man, this whole scene. I don't mean to break it down, but I'm going to break it down, Nick. (laughs) I'm going to break it all down. Let's hear it. Walks out, right? Hits the key thing. Walks out. Goes to Lila's cage. Hits the key thing. Lila comes out. First time these two characters can never even touch each other. Yeah. Right? You realize that? Like fully embrace. Fully embrace, right? They fully embrace. Hug. And she gets shot from the back. And we all knew it was coming, Nick, but my God, the heart wrenching scream yeah. from Rocket when it happened. I wonder if Bradley Cooper did his young voice too. I was wondering that myself. Because I don't know. Yeah. But he does that scream. And I got to tell you, man, I'm fighting back tears. Yeah. Tears I'm fighting back. Man, that I'm was telling so you. heartbreaking. And, and uh, uh, Floor. Do you realize what Floor's saying in the background? Do you remember this? Mm-mm. Floor's in the background freaking out. And he goes, Four teeth, rocket, leave now. Floor's teeth, rocket, leave now. And he keeps repeating that through the uh. whole scene until 
uh, um, Rocket gets attacked again, and he does the whole shooting scene. And then, like, when it goes quiet is when you realize that you don't hear anymore and realize that, you know, his other two friends are dead, too. I was like, man, if, if Florida doesn't stop saying this. Oh, man, bro. Uh, and then even the scene where he like sees them in that like kind of like middle life thing like right as he's before like he's an inch away from death yeah and he has like he gets the hug lila again and he's like i just and she's like the sky is beautiful because that's the first time they all get to see sky which is in the afterlife and, right and can i go come with you guys go flying yes you can but but not now yeah. like oh my god yeah Heartbreaking. It was. It really it's was. easily the top of one of the most sad MCU movies moments we've had. Oh, I agree, a hundred percent. That might actually. I think that is the saddest. Thing. Yeah, you think so? I think that's number one. Sadder than. Uh, sadder than Iron Man dying. It's up there with uh, Sherry doing the loss with her with both T'Challa and and her mother. That was another really sad yeah. scene. But man, I, it it's looking like. Sean Gunn voiced Young Rocket. Interesting. His brother. Good for him because he does all the uh, motion cast. Motion cast. Yeah. Yeah. Games for you. I expect it. Speaking of Gunn, broke down what was needed to bring the more innocent Rocket with a few rays of hope left in him to the big screen. New card getting. He explained. It's like you and going back. Yeah, it looks like. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, he. Good job, man. Good job. That was good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. But no, his all, all the scenes all the scenes with Rocket just kind of made your stomach churn. Like even the moments he spent with the high evolutionary just trying to please him and like make him happy and like yeah. there was one moment where they were like sitting and they were talking and he like grabbed his head. He like palmed so his entire head yeah. in like this weird way, and it just makes you so uncomfortable. And he's just like, "What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, what's <laughs> wrong with this dude?" Um, and just yeah, just again, seeing his backstory, how smart he was. Like, they don't know what it is because the whole reason he's after Rocket is because like Rocket was just different from every other experiment. Right. He doesn't know why he was so smart. But he just was like he was able to figure out a problem that he couldn't, and he was just like, "Yeah, what the f- like what the fuck is with you that you know this?" And he got mad at him. He like screamed at him. He's like, "How do you know this?" And it's just cool. It's cool to see that because like, in case you ever question just how smart is Rocket, like it, this kind of helps answer. Right. Like he was always just naturally kind of gifted and it immediately as soon as he was given this this extra boost of intelligence or whatever like he was able to speak words he was able to comprehend things like he just kind of knew what was going on yeah all the scenes man they're all just because you know something fucked up's gonna happen even when the good moments happen right when they're all like dancing and like yeah. happy and they're like playing tag and yeah stuff. And they're like oh it's good to have friends and you're just like something fucked up is gonna happen because <laughs> even just being in those cages felt wrong right like i definitely going into this movie thought that rocket uh with the trailers and everything i thought rocket left lila locked up with the high evolutionary yeah it did seem like that so going into this movie like i was expecting i wasn't expecting him to be dead i was i was expecting rocket to die but i wasn't expecting his friends to die yeah i wasn't sure what they were gonna do right because 
he he gets on his deathbed so early in the movie. Yeah. That I'm like, they he's not gonna kill him already. Yeah, is he? This, this slow death throughout the movie. Yeah. Too. yeah. I I definitely thought that. We, at a point, I did start to think like, man, he might. This movie might end with them just not being able to pull off this mission, and he just he dies. Because they do. I mean, they, he flatlines at one point. Yeah. Like, I was like, wow, this is. This is fucking crazy. Star Lord's giving fucking CPR. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm not letting them. I'm not letting them go." Yeah. Like, even that was sad. He's screaming, "No!" Yeah, man. Yeah, it was really tugging on the heartstrings. Yeah. You want to know a moment that didn't do that though? What? When they made it seem like Star Lord was gonna die. Yeah, I didn't like. I'm like, much. there's was, no was way. Like, this would be the dumbest. This would be the ever dumbest way he could possibly die. They're not. Because like, for a hot second, I thought to myself. Are you really gonna kill him right now? Because yeah. I would not give a fuck. Like this, I would. Yeah, we said that. Like this would be the dumbest way he could die. Yeah. Like this. So I'm glad they didn't. But man, for a second, I was like, "What the?" That would have ruined the movie. It kind of would have. It kind of would. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? So, what did you think of the villain? I thought he was a good villain. Yeah. I enjoyed. We him. rate him high on the villain list. Yeah, I put him up there. Um. Yeah. I don't, I mean, obviously, look, nobody's going to come, nobody, I don't, it's it's a tall task to compete with Thanos, especially Infinity War Thanos, right? Um, but I would put him up there with, like, the Vulture. Interesting. You know? So you put him as high as the Vulture. Yeah. So you throw, th- throw me, give me an order, Thanos, Loki, Vulture, Killmonger. Uh, and the high evolutionary. Like you want me to rank those? Yep. Pretty close to what you just said. So I go Thanos, Loki, Killmonger, Vulture, High Evolutionary. Okay. I can't put Kang in the list just yet because we haven't seen him do enough. Zemo. Zemo's pretty solid, but I would still put Zemo closer to the bottom. Um because the version of Zemo that people really like, was he really a villain at that point? <laughs> Not really. You know what I mean? All right. Um, so, yeah. But no, I thought I thought he was good. I thought he was a good addition to, yeah, kind of like that upper echelon of Marvel villains. He didn't feel like just a throwaway villain to me. I think the big a big part of it is just his acting was really good. Because he did do a good job. While he didn't have the best motivations, um, the acting, I feel like, really took it over the top, right? Because he's he really is just a dick. Like he's just this douchebag who's just like, I'm better than everybody else, and I need to do something to make everybody as good as me. What's the line he said? Something about God. God doesn't exist. exist. That's why I stepped in. Great line, and he delivered it phenomenally. And yeah, so like you know, what I thought it was interesting is this is one of the few movies where like the guys working for the villain were eventually like, yeah, you are, uh, you've lost it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is at one point like his own worker like just pulls the gun up and like, yeah, tells them like I'm taking over. Yeah. I like we haven't seen that in the MCU movie yet. Like all the henchmen are you always just, loyal yeah, as wasn't. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I think again, I I think that. Um, I think that contributes to the fact that I think he's a good villain, right? It's yeah. just like he really he lost it, right? And it's it was to the point where like people turned against him. Like I think 
Yeah, I think he did a really good job. And to be fair, if somebody else had did this role, maybe I wouldn't have liked him as much. But I think, I can't remember his name right now, but he did a really good job. The acting was really good. He delivered some lines that definitely could have been seen as cheesy or just overall bad. He he delivered them really well. Like the God line. Like yeah. there was a there was a million different ways he could have delivered that, but the way he did it, it it really made you feel like, nah, this dude's he's fucking nuts. But not nuts in like a oh I hate like he did what he was supposed to do in order for you to feel the way you were supposed to feel about him as a villain. Yeah. And to me, that makes a good villain. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fucking, when I think about uh, Yellow Jacket from Ant-Man, I don't fucking care about that guy. Like, yeah. I, I could care. And I cared about him even less when he was um, Mon- uh, MODOK. Like, I don't care, dude. Like, you yeah. can you could have never showed up again and it wouldn't have bothered me. But this guy, he made me feel the way he was intending to make me feel, which was he felt weird and creepy and cringy in those scenes that he was supposed to. He made you feel like this dude's fucking nuts. Like, he, he clearly has issues. He was powerful. Because, yeah, we saw Adam Warlock show up and basically take out almost all of the Guardians team. And I get it. They weren't unified. But he was able to take pretty much all of them out with very little effort. Right. And then we see the high evolutionary flick his hand and just, he couldn't move. Like, he put him in a literal and physical, or uh, uh, um, literal and metaphorical chokehold of just, like, he couldn't do anything. Yeah. Right? So they did a good job of showing his strength, too. And yeah, I I, I know think I wasn't heard... a huge fan, but your 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 argument, so to speak, is it's turned me a little bit. Some I thought people... he was a very mid villain, but you, you make some good points. There were some people who were saying that they they liked him so much that they felt like his portrayal of this character is what Kang should have been like. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Right, because. That's Kang's kind of whole thing, too. He's better than everyone else. He's right. Kang the Conqueror. He deserves to be where he is because he's just better. And the high evolutionary also felt that way. Like, I'm better. Bro, I'm not just better. I'm God. Literally. Yeah. That's who I am because I decided I was. Not because anybody named me that or he has followers who believe in him, but literally he believed in himself so much, he thought so highly of himself <laughs> that he named himself, he declared himself a god. Yeah. And what do gods do? Gods create. They make things better. So he embarked on that journey. So yeah, I think he was a good villain. My What's your feelings on uh this portrayal of Adam Warlock? I thought it was fine. I don't. I don't like have the, a ton the child, of childish like innocence because he was taken out of his chamber too young. soon. So yeah, he was young and I, was, I thought it was fine. I like, didn't show show uh, show me mean business and he fries him completely. Yeah, and what more business could I have showed him? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't mind him, man. I thought they they obviously took some cues from Drax of the whole yeah. like very literal thing. That's clearly a joke that James Gunn saw works, and he just kind of rolls with that a bit. Um, so it could have very easily have gotten old, but I think he did it in a way that made sense. 
And they even, I think they even at one point draw that similarities to each other of like, he's like Drax. Like he doesn't fucking yeah. understand shit just yet. Um, so yeah, I, I, I didn't mind it. Like, again, like Adam Warlock is not a character that I love. I, I'm sure if we talk to Derek, shouts out to Derek, um, he might feel a different way. I don't know how he's he a feels big fan, about right? Yeah, he, he loves Adam Warlock. He's yeah. one of his favorites. Um, I should have had but, him on this episode. I would I, love what he is. Yeah, his true. Opinion. But I just, I didn't really care one way yeah. or the other. I was like, no, nah, it's fine. I felt like, so I feel like James Gunn has this very good ability of taking characters that nobody knows and then then he can take all the creative liberties of them. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know really much of anything of Adam Warlock, but I can very confidently say he's nothing like this. I'm sure he's not. Right? No. Yeah, and that's kind of what he did across the board with with the Guardians characters, and and True. because people enjoyed it so much, then now we're seeing like the comic books kind of take after the reflect movie a the bit, movies, to reflect yeah. it because that's how they are. But they before this, they weren't like that at all. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I was okay with it because I'm not an Adam Warlock fan. Like I couldn't, yeah. I could tell you next to nothing about him. I just know his biggest feat is that he's the one who actually stopped Thanos during the Infinity Saga. Yeah. So, that's the that's. That's the main thing I know. He typically has an Infinity Stone. He typically has the Mind Stone, not Vision. So interesting. Those are the, the biggest things that I kind of know about him. So in terms of like sh- power, he is on par with Thanos. Um, okay. But so I don't know. I, it, hopefully they continue his story. It seems like he's got more he could do, and he's got some some room to grow. So that could be cool. But. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really care one way or the other about this. Um, Do you think uh, what characters? So we know we said we'll see Star Lord again because that's how the credits end. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. other characters, if if any, do you think we'll see again? So Drax is done because Dave Bautista said he was done. Um, I'm pretty sure Zoe Saldana is done. That's Gamora. Uh, we might see Nebula again. I don't think uh, Karen Gillian has officially resigned or whatever um we might see rocket again although i think bradley cooper said he is done too but i don't know at all be a big deal though yeah like they can get another voice actor they get sean gunn to do it it's true that's true uh we could just get an older rocket right just kind of a more grizzled like voiced rocket um or but also it's voice acting right so it's a little different than like Bradley Cooper doesn't have to, you know, get what a six-pack in three months or yeah. whatever and fucking get out there and do stunts and shit. Like, they just pop him into a booth. So if they throw the right amount of money at him, he might come back and do it. Um, I was just reading. It looks like Vin Diesel might be done as Groot. But, again, that's even easier, I feel yeah. like, to replace than Bradley Cooper as Rocket. So Groot could be back at any point. We might see Groot again. Um... I'm sure we'll see Sean Gunn's character again. Yeah, I agree. Well, maybe not with uh, James being in DC. It maybe, felt yeah. very much so like James yeah. Gunn was bringing his brother in. Yeah. Maybe Mantis? I don't Honestly, know. I feel like the fact that Mantis is going on on her own makes me feel like we're going to actually probably see her again. Mm, yeah. That was a way to separate her from all the other characters. Right. So we can see her again. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I was going to say, so outside of Star-Lord, I feel like maybe Mantis. 
I feel like we might get like a strange cameo of like the new Guardians team, but not the full team. Like somehow they're gonna pop up in something else. Yeah. Uh, whether it be Adam Warlock or, or the the I don't know what the kid's name was, but the Jib Jib kid. Oh yeah, okay. Right, they're part of the team. Maybe the maybe the dog again. Yeah. Um, Cosmo. Cosmo. Yeah. If anything, so. The way that it seems like they're setting it up now, if anything, we might just see alternate versions of these characters, like different variants, different dimension versions kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we might just see a different version of Rocket. So they don't have to bring back Bradley Cooper to voice him. They can get another voice actor to do him. Um, sometimes, a lot of the times in animated form, Rocket has been, or not a lot of times, but there's been a few times in animated form that Rocket has like a um, like an Australian accent. Yeah. So like we could see something like that happen, you know what I mean? Um, Have you you remember the old video game? You'll know this better. I feel like uh, is it Star Fox? Yeah. Did you feel like that scene where he's like jumping up with the gun and slowly turning looked exactly like Star Fox? Or am I just making that up? It did. In my head, I was like, "Huh." Looks like we just got that from Star Fox. That's a good point, man. That probably he probably did draw that comparison. Yeah. That's a man. I didn't think about that. That's a good one. That's a good point. Uh. Let's see what else is there. Oh, did you know that this is the first Marvel movie to drop the f bomb? Only because he told me. Yeah, when he told, and I was one. I knew this going in. I don't know how I heard about it, but I heard about it, and I kind of knew it going in. But I had no idea where it was gonna be, and I sure as hell didn't think it was gonna be that scene. <laughs> She's like, "I'm lifting it. What do I do now? Open, Open the, the fucking, fucking door." door. Dude, Bro, I we lost were talking it. about this when we left the theater, though. Ah. I was like, while that's funny, how does Nebula not know? She spent time on Earth, like, a lot. Like, I think she was around a bunch in that five years that everybody was gone. Yeah, but she, she was with Tony Stark. She was door. in fucking Audis that opened their the door themselves. Like, she was in self-driving like cars. It was more intuitive, and she should have known how to do it. Nah, it made sense to me. <laughs> Because it's it's one of those things of like she's so used to how they such know advanced how to do technology that primitive technology doesn't make sense to her. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Open the fucking door. <laughs> that was great. I was I was very pleased with that. It was a good way to drop an f bomb, and uh, yeah, he he nailed it. Let's see. Is there anything else? I think I hit on everything I wanted to hit on. Yeah. Only only other thing I can say is after credit scenes. Right, so the one is uh, the new Guardians team, right? Yep. That was an after credit scene. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, we got Biggest thing from that, King Groot. King Groot. Big yep. ass yep. fucking... <sighs> Weren't you telling me that somebody's theory was that the reason why Groot is so like buff and big now is because when... Uh, Plants are grown in a nurturing environment. They grow they like grow bigger, bigger and stronger yeah. versus when they're like barely taken yeah. care of. They're like weak and frail and thin. Yep. I like it. I like it too. Because, yeah, I mean, I, I was missing the first Groot design, the like tall, lanky Groot. But, yeah, looking back on it, I get it now. It's it, a cool, it, cool it makes sense. Yeah, that, it is yeah. a cool concept. And the fact that he went from that buff Groot to giant king group i'm like yeah no nah, that's yeah because i mean at that point like he's who's fucking with him you know what i mean like <laughs> rockets covered you know yeah. yeah um i mean that new guardians team with king Groot and adam warlock 
Yeah. Like those two are it's a good power That's headers. Some powerhouses, bro. So yeah, that was uh I like that scene. That was cool. And then the other I also one, like that they were talking about music still. It's, it's something that he yeah. took from from Peter that he's just continuing yeah, he's on. Keep it going. Yeah, he's just like, nah, I got this. Um and then the other one was Star Lord eating cereal with his his dad and talking about granddad, the right? lawn. Yeah. His granddad, yeah. Yeah. And he was like, it, I just think it's weird. He's 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 45, and he's just, he's just going to be watching? And he's like, yeah, don't get me started. Oh, oh, so it's a whole thing. Is that what they say? That's what they say. What the are they talking about? That's, what I, that's how I feel about it. Who's 45? Who are they talking about? Like, I don't know if it's just supposed to be dumb conversation or if that's just about somebody particular. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but they did say Star-Lord will return. Star-Lord's going to return. So that's cool. I mean, he's going to be on Earth. So maybe he'll just be a part of the new Avengers team. So that's kind of maybe he'll yeah. get recruited at some point, right? They'll show up and be like, "Hey, remember that that douchebag that helped us fight in space? He's actually on Earth, and uh, he's a pretty slippery guy. So maybe we <laughs> maybe he can help us out. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's also half celestial, so there's that too. Yeah. I was thinking maybe he was gonna show up in the Marvels. Hmm. Space things that be like, hey, you know, who knows about space? The sky, sky. Hmm, I didn't think about that. That'd be cool. Yeah, That'd be cool. But yeah, man, good movie. Yeah, good movie overall. Um, uh, what do we? <laughs> what is it five or ten? We rate out of. We do this every time. I know. We usually do five, and we always say we should switch to ten because five is a weird. So five rate. is what we're doing. <laughs> but I gotta break the tradition now. All right. How many uh gross fleshy planets? Gross fleshy planets, sure. Uh out of five. Uh seven point five, no I'm kidding. <laughs> four. I give it a four, yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a four too. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. All right. Solid, man. It's good we didn't stuff. plan a close calls for this one. We didn't plan a close calls for this one. And I can't think of one right now. because this is a close calls catch-up. You better believe it is. Yep. Goddamn <laughs> right. Those alliterations are going to be in there somewhere, <laughs> goddammit. All right. And we made it happen. But hey, thanks for listening, Thanks guys. for listening, you guys. came back. If you're here and you heard our last episode or any episodes before this and you came back, thank you. We really appreciate yep. it. Um, appreciate you guys listening. Um, we're just two dudes who just like talking about this stuff for fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like we mentioned, we're not full-time podcasters and we're not even necessarily striving to be, we're just having fun here, having a good time here, having a a good time Two two pals, just talking about the stuff that they enjoy. And, uh, you know, there are a few of you crazy cats out there who actually like listening to us for some, and we appreciate fucking reasons. Yeah, but we do really, truly appreciate it. So thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to help grow the show, if you want to get more people listening to us, because you think we deserve that, again, for some crazy fucking reason, um, do the things that you do on socials, right? So wherever this is, like it, comment on it, uh, subscribe or whatever, leave a review. That would really help. Yeah. Yep. Um, or just write us. Write us. Let us know what you think. Sean, where can they reach us? They can reach us at Close Calls Pod. They can uh, do it on Gmail, yep. Facebook, yep. Instagram, uh, Twitter, and TikTok. Yep. And uh, you signed us up for the other one. What's the other one called again? Threads. Threads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thread us. Yeah. Run that needle in that thread I haven't thread logged right into through. that myself yet, but go ahead and do I it. I mean, I was, I was strong on it for like a day and a half, and I haven't <laughs> logged in since. All it's right. just too much, man. Who has time for all this? 
Too many. Too many social medias. We should get a P.O. box. I'd love to get a physical letter. I would. That'd be awesome. That would be. That would be pretty cool. Maybe we should do. Maybe we should look into that. Uh, How much are P.O. boxes? I have no idea. Me neither. Me neither. We're sure as hell not giving out our real addresses. Yeah. But hey, thanks again for listening. <laughs> we really appreciate you guys, and we hope uh, we hope you be back for the next one. Bye. Bye.